Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. Today we're in Psalm 119, verse 135. It's such a beautiful, wonderful day here in Southern California. That beautiful psalm that we love singing and talking about. This is the day that the Lord will has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. Certainly he was speaking about the day, that triumphal day that Jesus came riding in on a donkey that we have in the gospel. But each and every day we should rejoice because the day that God has given us and the fact that he reigns and, and we're his people, it's so marvelous. But today, as we look at verse 135, we see, Make your face shine upon your servant and teach me your statues. You know, he was looking for God to shine upon him. As we, we've been talking about the, the oppressed man, how, how he was feeling he was beaten down by those who had been lying and stealing and cheating, those who had been coming against him. And he's asking for God just to, to rain upon him and allow the, 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 the rays of the, the sunshine being the, the sunshine of his grace and his love just to, just to fall upon him. Well, you know, the thing that's interesting about the sun, it always it's always sunny. It's always perspective, though, isn't it? The fact that the sun is shining no matter if it's nighttime or morning time or evening time, it really, as you look where the sun is positioned in the universe, it, it's shining all the time. Sometimes we don't see it because, of the you know, as our earth rotates, it moves away from the being able to see the sun or feel the, the effect of the sun rays. Or, in some cases, we don't feel the effect of the, the sun rays because there's a heavy cloud over us. But that doesn't stop, or you can't deny that the, the sun is not sh- shining. But yet he's asking, he says, make your face to shine upon your servant. Otherwise, your, your countenance of your grace the beauty of who you are to be upon his servant. Well, God is shining upon us at all times. He loves us. But so often we forget because of our circumstances how it gets so difficult that we get looking at our circumstances that, and when they go on for a period of time, sometimes our circumstances lead us to despair. I'm reminded of Psalm 137, where the writer of the, that psalm was, so they were in Babylon underneath the, the cruel hands of Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian Empire, and, and they were so dis, disheartened because they so wanted to be in fellowship with God. They wanted to be at a place where the temple was and the things that they remember about the, the things of God. And we read, by the rivers of Babylon, we sat down, yea, we wept. When we remembered Zion, we hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. And there were those who carried us away, captives, asked us, for, asked us to sing a song or for a song. And those who plundered us requested mirth, saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. As a captive, and certainly in our psalm, as he's been talking about the oppressed man, the, the one who's been feeling the oppression 
of what being a captive would be like, where you don't have the ability to, to leave when you want to leave, to, to do the things that you might want to do. You've got to listen to them and follow what they would have us to do. As I mentioned earlier, slavery is a cruel thing. It's not, it, it should never be. But yet throughout history we see where men seek to, to control other men. In this case, Jerusalem's no more. They're in captivity. They're, they're in Babylon. He goes on, he says, How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its cunning. If I do, do not remember you, let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not exalt Jerusalem above my chief joy, remember, O Lord. You know, even as our psalmist was crying out for the, the, for the sun to shine upon them, so we see here, we see here in, in Psalm 137, where the remnant there in Babylon, where they were feeling discouraged. But yet I know that as Paul writes and he tells us as believers that we should rejoice in the Lord always and, and he then he also tells us that in everything or every situation we should be able to be in a place where we can give thanks in Psalm 138 right after this he the psalmist writes he goes I will praise you with my whole heart before the gods I will sing praises to you I, I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. Did you hear those two words that he tells us in verse 2 of Psalm 138? He speaks about God's loving kindness, his nature, his character of who he is. And then the truth, the truth of God's word. See, so often when a cloud is over us, and we feel like the sun has stopped sh shining. We're dealing with falsehoods at that time. We start thinking that maybe God isn't hearing my prayers. Maybe God isn't for me. But again, that's a falsehood. And that's what Satan would like us to believe. But yet that we know that God's word speaks so clearly that God is for us. And then truly, if God is for us, then who could be against us? Even like I mentioned how Paul and Silas were in jail. They were in the innermost parts of jails there of the jail there in Acts chapter 16 as they were up in the, the city of Philippi and they were thrown into jail for preaching the gospel. And it tells them or tells us about midnight. They heard Paul and Silas singing and worshiping their God after they had been wrongly accused, after they had been beaten and whipped, and they'd been thrown in stocks in the innermost parts of the jail, they were praising the Lord. See, they had great opportunity to sing, Woe is me. They had great opportunity to have a pity party, but yet they realized the truth of God's word, the truth of who he is, that God is for us, and he's right there with us. One thing that you'll see over and over throughout the Bible, it, it keeps reminding us was as he would come and speak to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the Moses, the Mary in the New Testament, the words, 
Be not afraid, for I am with thee. Maybe this day you're facing a time of difficulties. Maybe you're about ready to go through just a trying time. Let me encourage you. It might feel like it's a cloudy day and you can't feel the sun rays beating upon you. Make sure you know this, that God's loving kindness will never fail you. God's grace is there with you. And as we turn to Him and to the truth of God's Word, we will find rest, we'll find comfort, and we'll find strength during our days of trials. Until until next time, may God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.